On this episode of Super Nintendad's Pocket, Mike and I are knitting with power. Oh, that sounds like the worst. <laughs> oh, stop it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Super Nintendad's Pocket where we take a little time to teach you a lot of stuff about a single topic. This week, Nintendo's notorious knitting machines. Mike, are you ready to get down on this bizarre experiment? Yep. As I understand it, I don't have a choice. You don't? And I don't. And you got me sitting here, and I got the headphones on, and I am going to let you spin a yarn. I'm going to kick it off with a pun. I'm going to yeah. take... You, I'm broke gonna take the, the, you broke the pun seal. I broke the pun seal. I'm going to take the pressure off of you. Spin me a yarn, Todd. You're the historian. Tell me all about the knitting devices of Nintendo. Thank you, Michael. In the 1980s, Nintendo obviously released a ton of gaming devices and peripherals. They did. Things they that did. we've talked about on the show before. The power pad, power glove, um, Rob the Robot, and some that time has kindly forgotten. Did you have a Rob the Robot? I, I had giant... <laughs> I, I had Gyromite, and I didn't have Rob the Robot. I don't Sat, know how that saddest happened. Boy, saddest boy on the block. Saddest boy on the block. Just want a robot to play my game with, man. Right. I had a Rob the Robot, um, but it was in pieces and never worked. I like it was just I found like the 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 spinning bits around the house at times. Right. Uh, I I used to sit him next to me while I'd play. Um, but that's just so uh, cool. I mean, you it, th there was nothing cooler as a kid than like being able to play and have Rob next to you, just talk to him. Right. Like, oh, man. Right. Can like, you believe that? That was so cheap, dude. Right. And he'd be like, oh, get real friends. I'd be like, shut up, Johnny Five. It yeah. was like that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, totally. You can um, insert the uh, Mike Tyson's punch out sound effect there. <laughs> right. You're probably not so, going to, are you? No. Maybe right. I will. Oh, Maybe cool. I will for you. Right. Maybe you. I will. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so all those things came out. I had a power glove. I had a power pad. None mm -hmm. of them were very much fun. Um, the speedboard I never had. That was just a thing to. That was just a piece of what cardboard Power? that you snapped your controller into. Yeah. But, but I did have DK bongos for uh, for what is it? DK it's GameCube. I think it started with GameCube. Yeah, but what's the what, what's the what, what was it called? Conga, Donkey Conga, Donkey Conga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the I had two sets of bongos, and I remember at the time sending my girlfriend in to GameStop <laughs> while I parked with the hazards on, and she was like, "What do you want me to buy?" And I was like, "Listen, I need you to go in there, and I need <laughs> you to ask. I need you to ask for two DK Conga bongo controllers." And she was like, "What?" And I was like. We're going to be breaking up soon, but, <laughs> but just do this last but, thing for me, but do this just, last thing for me. Don't I ask any questions. This, I need you to run this last mission. And she came out with the bongos and, uh, it, it, it was a, uh, delight. While I cannot, lasted. you had, you had your car parked with hazards on as oh, if, dude, you, I threw the hazards as if on. you were I'm not as, getting as, out I'm not as if you were running numbers. Controller. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I had a, I had a, I had a set of ganga bongos and i thought that was really cool and my dad came home from work and i was like dad come up here i want to show you this it's awesome and he's like all right what do i do and i showed him he played for about 30 seconds he goes all right how do i stop doing this <laughs> yeah totally yeah, not exactly at all it's like exactly. no this is great he's like no it's not it's terrible he just walked it's, it's, yeah, yeah, right it's <laughs> not man and he was a really positive dude so i don't i don't think it was a hit 
Nah, it might have not been, but you know what? Uh, I have a fun. <laughs> for some reason, I have fond memories of it anyway. And they did have some. I, I feel like they had some top forty hits in the. They song did. Selections. They had really, the songs are all done really well, and I actually yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with it, and they worked well. Yeah, it wasn't a bad thing, but it'll never happen again. Uh, oh, well, so- I would not. <laughs> Do not put that. I, th- there's definitely gonna. There's gonna come peripheral music gaming's totally coming back at some point. Probably. I just mean bongos. Do you think the bongos are coming? I think back? that's the first thing to come back. Bongos and maybe some maracas. Like, uh, uh what was oh the God. PlayStation game? Stop it. What's the PlayStation game with the maracas? Um. Oh no. Someone out there listening to this podcast wants to smack me in the face. Yeah. Email us or tweet at us. <laughs> With the thing that Todd can't remember yeah. and I can't remember. Super Nintendads at gmail.com. Please help us out. Yeah, help us out there. Um, right. So, but moving on. So all those things were moderately successful and actually saw a... Samba uh, de Amigo. A, oh, you... you, you literally USB. Samba yeah, you de Amigo. It. You know what yeah. that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You got it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, hold your emails. Yep. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So all those things were moderately successful. Uh, but you're going to tell me about one that never really saw the light of day. Right. It's the, obviously, the most abs- ambitious never saw the light of day. It was a loom. A loom. A loom. It was right, a, loom. a loom. It was a yeah. loom connected to the Nintendo Entertainment System, and it was loom. called, aptly, the Nintendo Knitting Machine. Sure. L-O-O-M. It was a loom. And amazing, loom. amazing that this mm-hmm. went into production before the Nintendo Cotton Gin. Hmm. Anyway, Nintendo's famous game master, Howard Phillips, recently shared a brochure from 1987 on his Facebook page confirming that a prototype for the Nintendo knitting machine did actually exist. And the full text of the handout was included. Oh, man, you can't wait to read this to me. I can't wait to read this to you. You've probably been, like, practicing it in the mirror all week. Mm -hmm. You're ready. You you have the press trills. Your lip trills. Had some hot tea. Listen, listen, you have my full, undivided attention. I am listening to your brochure reading. Proceed. You're looking at the Nintendo knitting machine. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not a game, not a toy, not something a young girl can outgrow in three to six months or even a year. It's a machine that interacts with a powerful Nintendo Entertainment System to actually knit sweaters. And not just one or two patterns, but a multitude of different and unique designs. The Nintendo Knitting Machine is just one more example of the innovative thinking that keeps Nintendo on the cutting edge of video technology, and your customers on the edge of their seats. Of course, we should probably mention that no other video game system offers anything even remotely similar, but (laughs) I needle the competition. That was excellent. Was that your Alec Guinness? It was my young Alec Guinness. You're young, Alec Guinness. Mm. What, what are we talking? Are we talking like 28, 29, Alec Guinness? What are no, we like, no, I'm like 58, 59. <laughs> 58, 59, Alec Guinness. Okay. It's such an arrogant ad for a complete and total failure of a product that was never released. Ever. Yeah. Here's my take okay. of, of the Now You're Knitting With Power brochure. Have at posted, it. It's fun. Posted by Mr. Howard Phillips, mm-hmm. the Game, Game Master. Master. on his facebook page full of bow ties that facebook page full of bow ties here we go here we go all right you ready good yep 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 take your time take your time you're looking at the nintendo knitting machine 
It's not a game, not a toy, not something a young girl can outgrow in three or six months. I can tell you that much. It's a machine that interacts with powerful Nintendo Entertainment System to actually knit sweaters. And not just one or two patterns, but a multitude of different and unique designs. The Nintendo Knitting Machine is just one more example of the innovative thinking that keeps Nintendo on the cutting edge of video technology. And your customer on the edge of their seats! Of course, we should probably mention that no other video game system offers anything even remotely similar. But why needle the competition? Really, really well done. Really well done. <laughs> Mine came from an angrier place. Yours was from a very uh, uh, well-rehearsed, respectful, uh, respectful, mm. th- uh, theatrical. Mm. Uh, uh, you, you, you have some chops. Me, I'm just, I'm just an angry Brit in the House of Commons. Oh da! I think it was. Oh great. da! Oh da! Oh da! Oh, da. Oh, da. Yeah. Well, either way, we're. I'll post pictures of the brochure on our Instagram cool. account because it's very cool to see. There's actually a picture of the loom on it. This was handed out at CES in 1987. With I can't and- believe it even exists in picture form that it got mm-hmm. that far. But they I talk mean, such a big game, and they're like, "Oh, needle the competition." It's like, shut up, guys! You didn't. Even, you didn't even release the thing. Maybe and that you know was what? all the marketing strategy. I mean, what their marketing strategy should have been, been is this. It should have just said this. This device is so cool, you'll double park with your hazards on to get it. <laughs> right. You'll you'll send your you'll send your girlfriend out into the into GameStop to buy it. Listen, yeah, you're soon to be is, ex-girlfriend. Let me remind you, you're soon to be ex-girlfriend very shortly after that ex-girlfriend. Let me remind you, this is 1987, Todd. This is Contra. This is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. This is Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. But you know what? It's a good year. The the mines in Kyoto, they said, listen, guys are going to want this. It's not good. That's a big year. (laughs) Something's missing. We don't have a system seller. We don't have a sweater seller. We We need this loom. We need. We don't have this killer loom app. We need it by holiday '87, and it's going to really open up gaming to everyone as part of our Blue Ocean strategy. And I think we both know that that's absolute bull, and didn't happen. But go. Well, on. I mean, listen. People seemed open to the idea after CES. The LA Times actually reported on it, and they said it, people were really excited about it. It could make mittens. It could make socks. It can make uh, it can make a child cry on Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you get me the? No one wants to knit anything. Oh, I mean, you don't me? have. You, well, with the can Nintendo you imagine? knitting, with the Nintendo knitting machine, what do you want? You wouldn't. You wouldn't have to. Nintendo would do it for you. Can you imagine opening a package, hoping you're getting Contra, and realizing that you have to make a sweater because your aunt is a buffoon and doesn't yeah, or know because how to your grandpa's it? on statins. <laughs> It's got it's got really bad circulation. I listen. I don't think that this would have been like parents walking to the store. The fellow at the sewing shop told me that that this was a great buy. Yeah, old Steve at the 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 sewing seller told told me 
This is going to be a very hot buy. He made me double puck with my assets on for it. <laughs> he made me double puck. This is the hot holiday <laughs> item you of 87. The, the thing is, is if you look at that, when I do post this on the Instagram account, Super Nintendads on Instagram, um, it's it looks, it's massive. The loom and the Nintendo Entertainment System are in the same picture, and the loom is probably three or four times the size of the NES. Yeah, you can't have a loom and live in an apartment. You would definitely have to double park and like have like a dolly and like have somebody help you out. <laughs> you would definitely <laughs> double park, throw the hazards on, and yeah. a store associate would need to help you and pop the trunk and load it in. Well, listen, I think that the reason that we love Nintendo is that they're always they've always been innovative. They've always been willing to try new things. And I think that this could be a justifiably beginning look at their blue ocean strategy in an honest attempt to truly appeal to everyone. And this is right. just another aspect of that. Yeah, with sweaters. But, oh yeah, with, with sweaters. Uh, and socks and scarves and, you know, sweaters. Let, let me tell you this. Nobody wanted this. Nobody wanted to knit anything. Stop it. Stop it right now. Well, I've got, I, been- I, I have, I have, I have, oh, shoot, Mike. I have really bad news. You got bad news? Yeah, Nintendo's um, their blue ocean thinking, especially in the tailoring sphere, uh, it didn't end there. Ooh, hit me. More sartorial strokes of genius from the kids in Kyoto. (laughs) I'm really ready. I'm ready. Hit me, Todd. Hit me with how they made sewing exciting. Go ahead. Tell me what the next iteration of this this. was. In the year 2000, enter the singer Isaac sewing machine of the long island isaacs of the long island isaacs that's right right next to the gatsby's all right (laughs) a machine a sewing machine that used the game boy color as the brain for sewing complex stitches and embroidered figures onto cloth for 399 us dollars you got the isaac sewing machine a special game boy color link cable and a game boy color cart that contained stitch patterns and a disappointed niece or nephew that couldn't believe your incompetent gift-giving acumen because this, <laughs> th- th- there's no – nobody wanted this. this. And listen, listen. People walked into the store. Sales guy. Yeah. Pr- predators, right? They're predators. They're trying to they'll, – oh, they'll sell you anything. Uh, they got a load of these things in the back. They got to get rid of them. Sales guy is like, listen, it's the year 2000. Right? You know that. I know that. You walked in here. We both knew it was the year 2000. Yeah, I was looking at uh, getting a PlayStation 2 from my um, from my son. Listen, I, I see I in the PlayStation 2. I see it. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. But listen, it's a good system. Well, that's what he some wants. Good, I mean, he... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Just, no, no. I know he wants it. I, I hear what you're saying. There's some, some good games on there. But... He said he wanted it for Christmas. I, I mean, he's been really good in school all year. I'm, I'm going to get him to play... Listen, can you he, just look and grab the PlayStation 2? Yeah, yeah. He deserves the best. And listen... God of War. The PS2, <laughs> the, the PlayStation 2, it can do a lot. It simply yeah. cannot knit a sweater. Not even a little. But let me show you this, baby. I got something in the back. I got something in the back. <laughs> this thing, if you're, where does he go? Where does he go to school? Is it in a cold climate? Because he's he an might Odeonta, want one of actually. Things. Yeah. He's oh my Odeonta. God. He's an Odeonta. This is perfect. Sir, 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 excuse me, sir. Listen, I'm looking at the box here and you're trying to sell me on a sewing machine that knits and embroiders. It doesn't actually, I can't make a sweater out of this. I could could knit my, I could stitch my monogram on it maybe, but this isn't going to keep my son warm in in school. 
uh, up in that's Oneonta. F- that's fair enough. Hmm. I also got a lot of Donkey Kong bongos over here that maybe I'm trying to move. I got a <laughs> listen, lot of Donkey Kong bongos. Listen, here. we don't have. Well, listen, we don't have to do this on the floor here. You go park in the back. <laughs> put your hazards on. And I'll, put I'll your get hazards you. On. I'll, I'll know exactly who you are. I'll come out. I've got the Isaac sewing machine. I have this prototype of a Nintendo loom that's been in the back closet since '87. And you flash. Um, listen, you flash your bongos. You flash. Flash your brights twice. I'll walk out with the loom. We never have to talk to each other ever yeah. again. It's like, yeah, I know that you uh, you heard a lot of good things about this PlayStation 2. I know that's what you heard. You heard a lot of good things about this PlayStation 2. They've got really good games. But listen, do you how, how, do you, you could do, do, would you be able to knit something that says to know you is to love you with two beautiful little lambs on it that you could hang right above your laundry room? You absolutely would not be able to do that, ma'am. No. Wait, hold on. We, have, we just went into two salesmen. Well, we, I, we I lost the customers. That... <laughs> no, <laughs> they're gone. I thought you needed to br- you needed to bring out the managers who approve an additional discount. Oh, they're gone. Tell oh, you what I'm right. gonna do. Tell you All what right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you 15 percent off the loom. You know what? Because you look like a nice person. And listen, I, I could tell you're eyeing the PS2, but it can't monogram anything. That's you just can't the truth. do it. You just can't do it. Listen, you can't do it. What did I tell you? No, no, sir. I think. That this was mostly a singer-driven product. Uh, they probably just asked Nintendo to jump on board to help to provide the brains for this with a simple device that you could manipulate the screen of. And the Game Boy works pretty perfectly for that. But other than that, it kind of made it cool. If you look at the actual sewing machine, it has that very 90s colored plastic look to it, like uh, the IMAX had. And yeah. uh, I think... But the Nintendo 64 is at a few different colorways like that. So I think that they were just trying to say, hey, you know, let's make let's see what we can do about making sewing cool. Uh, Game Boy's on screen menu was just help you guide through the functions. The cartridge was able to store all of these designs for the sewing machine. So it really did make sense. And I'll tell you what, you want one now. You're looking about 400 to 700 bucks on eBay. And that doesn't include a Game Boy Color. It usually includes the cartridge and the link cable. But, you know, I mean, this, that's not mere, mere shekels, Ralphie. And no, it's not. It's not mere shekels. Listen, it sounds like a great collector's item. It sounds like something that I would never hook up or never Actually, use. Actually, to- no, I totally forgot to tell you this. It's, I just literally last week saw it being used for more than just a retro trophy. Go on. Um, uh, one of the guys in the Long Island Gamer United Facebook group. L-I-G-U. Yep, he's using the Game Boy cell. He dig dug out the the Isaac machine, Game Boy Color, and his wife is using it to make custom face masks for frontline heroes during the fight against COVID nineteen. That's great. That's a great use of the machine. That's See, probably you're better around than, a little bit. Uh, you know what? It's a great use of the machine. It's probably better than anything Nintendo ever could have imagined. They couldn't have predicted this all those years ago in eighty seven or two thousand. I don't um, think Nintendo was too attached to this one. Um, but listen, Crick Cuts and there's there's aisles of craft stores dedicated to machines that are necessary, basically design input devices. And they're readily available right. by the dozens. But 20 years ago, Nintendo was truly the first to provide a mass market viable and affordable option for such a niche task. And again, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, is it? It's something. Let's just leave it there. 
I, you know what? It's, it's, um, it's not something. (laughs) (laughs) No one wanted this thing, Todd. It was a total bomb. It sucked. Oh, and wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. Go now. I'm waiting. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Well, here's what I just wanted to issue a, a, uh, an offer or a challenge to our listeners. If anyone out there has made a sweater or monogrammed a sweater using this weird Game Boy knitting brain mm-hmm. it, uh, device, mm-hmm. I will pay you $100 cash. Wow, that's an offer. On delivery, make me a sweater. I will pay you $100 to see this thing work. Again, sweater is not going to happen. This is just an embroidery machine. I just mean uh, I, you, you can get a sweater and monogram it, no, with the embroidery? Sure, you can. If that's what you're into, you could do that. Listen, I don't know how things work. I will pay you $100. Put Mike's sweater. This was made with a Game Boy Color. Ha, ha, ha. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. I yeah. for totally forgot to tell you. I have something for you and for our listeners. Oh, wow. You've been holding out on me? Last week, I was able to catch up with a famed historian who specializes in rare Nintendo devices and peripherals, and he was able to weigh in on the veracity of some of rumored Nintendo devices that we've talked about or have been lost to time. How do you how do you get in touch with these guys? You have you know what? You have a great Rolodex, great connections. You I'm forgot charisma. For you forgot charisma. You have well, I mean that goes with us. You you, you, got, you got a lot of charisma. All right, let's listen. Hello and welcome to the Super Nintendad's Entertainment Podcast. My name is Todd Hunt and joining me today is esteemed historian Grayson Hunt. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome and I'm very happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you here. I hear you've been tirelessly researching Nintendo devices and you're going to let us know which ones were real devices or devices that have just been made up or rumors. Yes, I've been researching very hard. Okay, so let's start. Real device or fake device? The Bird Feeder 64. (laughs) Fake. Fake. You're right. Okay. The Game Boy Camera and Printer. Real. Real. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Donkey Kong Bongo Drums. (laughs) Real. Real. That's right. For Donkey Konga. The Nintendo Power Glove. Real. Real, that's right. The Game Boy Metal Detector Advance. (laughs) Fake. Fake, that's right. The Super Nintendo Laundry Folder. (laughs) Fake. Fake. How about the Miracle Piano Education Software and Keyboard? Real. Real, that's right. How about the Super Nintendo Life Cycle Entertainment Bike? Real! Uh, That's real, yeah. It was a bike that connected to the Super Nintendo. (laughs) The Wii Vitality Sensor, a gadget that measured your heart rate. Real. Real? Kind of. Rumored, but never actually came to be. But mostly real, from what we know. How about the Super Nintendo can opener? (laughs) Fake. Definitely fake. Definitely fake. The Game Boy Sonar Attachment for Locating Fish Underwater. (laughs) 
perfect. Actually, real only released in Japan, but they did release a sonar attachment for the Game Boy. Yeah. Pretty crazy, right?、Mm-hmm. Imagine bringing a Game Boy to go fishing with. <laughs> okay, how about the inflatable Mario Kart controller, which was an inflatable Mario Kart you could sit in to drive and play the game? I think we. It's real! Yeah, it's real. It's rare, but it's real. Real is real. That's right. And lastly, the Nintendo Sandwich Maker. Uh, fake. Very, very fake. That's right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for joining us. You're welcome. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And remember, gaming. It'll always be fun. That's right. See you soon. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!